First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Now, how have the markets been today? Uh, well, markets have been fairly volatile still over the past week, but kind of going nowhere, uh, you know, maybe slightly down over the past week. Um, when I'm looking at the various indices, we're seeing pullbacks anywhere between 4 and 6% uh, from their recent highs, maybe four or five weeks ago. And again, the main reason for that volatility, volatility has been around um, fears around rates increasing to combat inflation. We're seeing energy prices hitting new highs. Uh, oil hit 7 yesterday. Natural gas is above 580. Uh, That's the highest level since 2008. Um, You know, we're also seeing demand for for gas is starting to turn higher as COVID cases have peaked in North America. Um, And we're starting to see that trend, uh, you know, trend lower, I should say. And so, you know, it's really important that we're we're watching that and uh, to see where markets go here in the short term. Again, at this point, it's just a a normal correction, although it never feels good while you're while you're in it. Again, corrections do create opportunity. You know, again, if if something happened uh, to, um, you know, really impact markets, uh, then, of course, we would raise more cash. We've got some cash on the sidelines um, as we've been talking about over the last few weeks. But again, usually the strongest period for the market is November to March. Hopefully we just have a few more weeks of this to go and uh, and then we're back in. And what you have to remember is that higher uh, interest rates really have an uh, impact on sec- uh, sectors sensitive uh, to that, such as technology, utilities, and telecoms. So you're seeing technology uh, take the brunt of this correction. Um, and also remember, uh, when you look at the S&P 500, uh, there is a huge weight to the largest five tech giants, which is over 22%. So when you think of Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google, they have a huge influence. So it's not like every single stock is pulling back right now. So also keep that in mind. Right. Okay. And like you've got the, some of the sensitive sectors have been impacted by this, right? By the higher interest rate kind of situation. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't mean you run for the hills either, right? Again, when we're looking at uh, rates going higher, when we're looking at the 10-year treasury bonds, um, it's not something to really panic about in in our opinion. I mean, what that's telling us as the economy is is still improving and is expected to improve, uh, you know, worrisome sign is still, you know, the idea of inflation, which we've been talking about for months. Um, When we're looking at some of the economic data, you know, in the U.S. today, we saw private payrolls increase uh, by 568,000 in September. Uh, This is way above what was expected. In the U.S., we also saw manufacturing expand yesterday, which was coming ahead of expectations in Canada. uh, Estimates for August GDP showed our economy expanding by 0.7%. So even though there's a lot of doom and gloom, you know, when you're watching the news and and listening to things, uh, the underlying numbers are still fairly strong. Like we're in economic expansion mode here. Maybe not as strong as as we were a few months ago, but still very strong. So again, uh, it's interesting to see what happen going forward. 
also in the short term, um, you know, what we want to see, there's a lot of uncertainty facing the market today. If Congress in the U.S. fails to lift the debt ceiling by October the 18th uh, and the government becomes unable to pay its obligations. Again, we don't expect that to happen. This is kind of playing out like what we saw back in 2011. So again, it's just really important to, that your portfolio manager, you, your financial advisors, just on top of the news, because again, you know, something can change in the markets um, and change direction uh, very quickly. You just have to be on top of that. And not just to the downside, even to the upside, right? Like we have our buy list ready to go and ready to re-enter for that strong period, right. November to March, uh, all things being equal. Okay, so if that's, I mean, what parts do you think will pick up then? I know that the, is there hopes in the markets that the infrastructure bill in the States is going to be passed soon? Yeah, definitely. And uh, it will be passed, uh, you know, maybe not as much, uh, and maybe it's going to be a, a lower amount. But the idea is, is that it, w- it will be passed and, and that will further uh, kind of fuel markets to the upside. And, you know, the areas that we like right now, industrials, materials, financials, consumer discretionary, uh, now and going forward, again, you know, you might want to keep some powder dry as we're not out of this volatility quite yet, right? Um, but usually what we tend to see is somewhere around mid-October, third week of October, money starts pouring back into the market, getting ready for that November to March period. Again, that's just seasonality. Lots of other things are always going on out there. And again, that's our job uh, as a portfolio management team to always be looking at that day-to-day news and, and making decisions based on that. Right. Okay. So it just sounds like though the next couple of weeks will be kind of critical watching what happens down in the U.S., yeah, exactly. And and so I would expect that this choppiness to, to continue. But again, um, you know, this is a normal correction at this point. So, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't look like you need to run for the hills. There's not a, a big enough story out there to, to make us do so, I should say. So again, uh, we're looking for our entry point, looking for stocks that have come down, uh, good quality blue chips that we want to enter and uh, or add to uh, current positions. Right. What do you tell people, Lori, who are thinking about retiring? Or, or maybe it's coming up on their schedule for 2022? <laughs> uh, well, that is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> is it? So, <laughs> well, there's just so much to prepare for for retirement. And I think that the I, I think that the pandemic has put people off from retiring when they wanted to initially. I think that the view now is is things have gotten better. Like, you know, there's not as much uncertainty as last year, let's say. So I'm getting that question quite a bit again. You know, am I ready? Should I be doing this? Um, How much do I need? And again, one of the main questions, am I emotionally ready to retire? So talking to a lot of well, business owners, you know, it is a usually more difficult for them to retire or step aside, sell their business. It's their baby. It's like giving it away, um, opposed to someone who's been an employee. But some people have been an employee somewhere for a very long time, and they feel like family. Uh, they don't want to step away. That's their social circle, I've heard as well. So, so again, having that conversation, I think, is very important. Uh, setting your retirement goals and how you plan to spend your time. So you and I have talked about this before. You know, retirement is a change, uh, definitely in lifestyle for for everyone. And that new phase is, you know, you know, you got to think about how am I going to spend my time. And we've talked about, you know, taking care of grandkids, uh, you know, buying a motorhome and going on a road trip because you, it's still difficult to travel abroad, and it appears going to be 
more difficult for the unvaccinated. Um, and so again, um, you know, traveling when, when things do open up, gardening, volunteering, yoga, fitness classes, all those sorts of things, you know, people can do or, or do nothing. You earned, you earned that in your retirement, right? Um, you know, I wish there was another name for retirement. There's nothing tired about it. Uh, you know, this is an exciting stage of life. You just have to plan ahead, right? And so that's what uh, we, we help people do. Okay, that's a lot to work through, though. Like, what if selling your business is part of your retirement plan? Well, definitely. I mean, we're what we're looking at is creating a financial plan for everyone who's retiring. Uh, we're looking at uh, planning for their income needs. So if you're a business owner, we also need to figure out what you're going to be selling your business for, right? A lot of people do come to us where they're in that process um, of one deciding to retire, but also knowing that they're going to be selling their business in the next, you know, two to five years. And because a lot of business owners have invested so much money into their business uh, that they actually don't usually have large portfolios. So they really haven't had proper portfolio management um, for their entire life, I would say. So they don't, they've never had a financial plan. They don't even have a financial advisor who's going to do that for them. And, um, so it's really important that, uh, you set yourself up for success when retiring and making sure that the money is managed properly, right? Because it, it, as a business owner, you may be getting this lump sum. Again, you've never had this kind of money in your life. Uh, and you don't really know the questions to ask because you've been focused on your own career, own business, and, uh, you don't really understand the money management side of things. And so uh, I've seen that quite a bit over the last year. So that tells me that people are interested in, in retiring again, as things do open up, um, you know, here in Canada and abroad, I think people do want to experience life again, uh, go traveling, uh, hopefully everybody gets vaccinated soon, so we can get on with life. Such great words to end on. Thank you for that, Lori. <laughs> great advice. Thanks so much. Thanks, Amy. Have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can call Lori and her team today at 604-695-LORI. If you have any questions about investing or retirement, you could check out their website as well, pinkowski.ca.